Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Uh, I am your host. My name is Dave Holmes. I have the best memory in the world. <laughs> did you go to an Ivy League school? I did go to an Ivy League school. I was a nice student. Yeah, you got to bring it up. <laughs> How does it keep getting worse? You're listening to International Waters. country that is just one ukulele short of ukulele. It's 2017 Edinburgh Comedy Award nominee Elf Lyons. Hi, Elf. Hello. <laughs> what uh, What was your show all about in Edinburgh? I decided to do a one-woman production of Swan Lake in an hour in French because I really wanted to annoy my dad when he said, why don't you be a bit more political? <laughs> and I did the whole thing dressed as a parrot because I bought the costume online when drunk. So I thought, how can I make it tax deductible? This is the most Edinburgh thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It was like, super fun. You have fun. distilled the spirit of the festival down to one show. That's amazing. Yeah, I got to Sounds do like a striptease well. where I removed 45 bras from underneath me, all attached to fairy lights while singing Fever by Peggy Lee. Because wow. that was how I wanted to showcase the seduction scene of the Black Swan in Swan Lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? No, you're my hero. Want to be my life coach? Cool, it's on. Uh, also playing for the UK stand-up comedian and host of Clusterfuck Comedy Night, Joe Hart. Hello, it's lovely to be here. Hi, Joe. Thanks for joining us. What's new in your life? Um, what have we... you done for us lately? Uh... Joe, what completely accessible comedy show have you done yeah. lately? Uh, well, that's the thing is, Clusterfuck sounds like it's not accessible, but it, it really is. Uh, we would describe this year as a mild comedy night, which is the <laughs> approval that I really strive for in this career. Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in history. Ooh. Well, we were, and we were arguing about this earlier mm. while we were squabbling. <laughs> I'd say we were thinking either bollocks or whoops-a-daisy. I think, oh. mm, I think bollocks is just, like especially bollocks. if it's sort of a sigh, sort of like, bollocks. Yeah. Just sort of everything's gone totally yeah. wrong. Yeah, we could have done yeah. a cough as well, but then if we did that, then something might fall off the wall, so we should probably <laughs> stay away yeah. from that too much. Forget it. Bollocks. I mm. like it. Let's do it's nice. It's to the point. It's mild. Yeah. It's got it's a bollocks. strong sound. Mm. Bollocks. Yeah. It's nice to it's say. Bollocks. Fills the mouth. Love it. Yeah, yeah. of course it does, yeah. Joe. I love it when they <laughs> fill the mouth. Oh, Bollocks so it is. Uh, playing for the nation that's just starting to sweat about their impending holiday credit card bills from her totally lame pasta podcast. From pasta. her, to- <laughs> from her totally name. lame pasta empire. <laughs> podcasting empire. It's Elizabeth Lame. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so good to see you. It's I've always missed you. Good to see you. I've missed you. You're great. You brighten the room. Oh, thanks. You're great. That's so sweet. What's new in your life? Not a whole lot. Great. Podcasting, mm-hmm. as we were discussing. Writing. Great. Being a mother. Good. Just doing stuff, it. Doing I'm it. glad that one comes third. Yeah, yeah, as it should. Podcasting is always above parenting. Always. <laughs> one of them brings you in hundreds of dollars a month. We did. Yes. <laughs> we did recently. Like, we moved. And so our, we have, like, studio in our garage now. And my husband and I went out there to do a podcast. And then, like, 40 minutes in, we were like, oh, my God. 
our children are asleep in another dwelling. Like <laughs> we have no way of hearing them or knowing yeah. what's going on. And it, it was a real wake up call. But they're okay. They're all fine. Mild okay. injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing more. Great. Yeah, also, you left the windows cracked, so they'll be all right, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. There are dogs <laughs> in there. Uh, also playing for the U.S. from High and Mighty, the number one fuckboy podcast. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's John is... Gabris. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi, for having John. me. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, please. I love, I love a John Gabris and an Elizabeth Lane. Oh. And my U.K. friends as well. Thank you. Thank you. I love you all. Uh, tell me about High and Mighty. High and Mighty is the most self-indulgent podcast there can be. In please that... explain. In that I have a guest on to discuss whatever I want to discuss with them at the moment. Yeah. Something we have in common or something we both like or something I want to learn about. Right. Like I had Gil Ozeri explain Judaism to me. Oh, you know, cool. and like yeah. stuff like that. It's truly, I wanted to talk unbroken for an hour to friends of mine and everyone's too busy. Unless you can get them eight more Twitter followers, then they'll drive <laughs> to your apartment and talk to you for an hour. Right. I'm in. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Dave, hey. Yeah, come on, but guys. I'm in. Uh, Team US, what's your buzz in word? Okay, it's definitely not mild, but mm-hmm. given the situation right now in our, our country, I'm going to go with rapey. Rapey. Is that wow. okay, Dave? <gasps> I don't it's know. I'm going to get tired mm. of hearing that, I okay. think. Okay. Um, Gabriel, all right, all right, so if, it, if we're not going to go with rapey, how about Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri is great. <laughs> wow. I kind of think he encompasses the American spirit. He just yes. emblazons on eating whatever he wants, despite all the evidence saying we shouldn't do something. Yeah, yeah I like that. Is he from Florida by any chance? I think he's from he, California. At least that's no, where Tex no. Wasabi is and <laughs> he Johnny feels Garlic's. Like Florida. Oh, right. he feels like is that the man who keeps Florida. talking about Flavortown? Yes. Flavortown. He's that's from Flavortown. All I, know that I, all that I yeah. know about him is that he says that a lot. Yep. Okay, so I have been to his Fieri. place in New York. Uh, solid Bloody Mary is all I'm going to say. <laughs> you would imagine. Extra donkey sauce? Yeah, it's thick. All <laughs> yeah. right. So Bollocks versus Guy Fieri. <laughs> it's, it's surprising this hasn't come up on international waters yet. Interesting. <laughs> Rapey. So let's get into <laughs> so it, God sorry. damn it. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong, but funny. Uh, if you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, just imagine the amount of eggnog it's going to take this holiday season to drown out your family members gloating that Trump is going to make it to the end of the year. Oof. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying in L.A. this holiday season. That's oh, I'm going to fucking you. Barcelona. Oh, oh, get you. Yeah, yeah. Get also you. turns out maybe not the ideal time to do that. Yeah, it might yeah. be Catalonia by the time you're there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll find out. We'll see. I'll be part of a minor revolution. I have a uh, Catalonian independence t-shirt that I bought in Barcelona just because it's beautiful, but I don't think I agree with the uh, the, the referendum or whatever it is. I actually don't think I do. Anyway, uh, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one in insert Yakov Shmirnov joke here news. Burger King's Russian division has asked the country's federal anti-monopoly service to ban theaters from screening what recent film? Uh, Guy Fieri. Yeah. The Founder. No. <laughs> no, but you're but you're on the right track. Bollocks? Yes. Um, the Steve Jobs biopic? Because it's also about a sort of weird no. narcissistic man? No. 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 Although you both have <laughs> elements of the answer. What? Ooh. Five. Elvis four. has the answer. What? You both have elements of the answer. Elvis does not have any answers. He, okay. He's dead. He has left. Uh, he oh, has bollocks. Left. Steve McDonald. Yes. Is he a guy? Is there a film about no! him? No. Oh, Joe, you're looking Scorching hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that? Your McDonald's. warmest can be. What was that McDonald's? Oh, uh, you're getting colder. Oh. <laughs> Is there about a film about the founder of Burger King? Also with Michael no. King? Lost Baby 2? I don't I'm know. I'm going to put you out of my misery. It's Stephen King's It. Oh, 
bollocks. I oh. didn't know yep. that. Why do they not like <laughs> yeah, that film? It. It's a lovely film. Bollocks. Oh, yeah. well, let's give them half credit for knowing it after the fact. Yeah, no, I didn't know it. Surely. Well, good for you, Elf. Here's the deal. Uh, they said that the uh, the Pennywise was too similar to Ronald McDonald, and therefore the movie counted as uh, advertising for McDonald's. Wow! What do you want Gene more? A clown than that kills people. A clown that kills, and a and a any any press is good press, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, if, <laughs> by the way, the FAS rejected the request. They said we can't be concerned for the content of the film. Uh, but also because raising terrifying clowns into positions of cultural dominance seems to be uh, Russia's primary M.O. at the moment. There's <laughs> a little, uh, little politics. I really like writers. whoever it is. They did it in Brixton where I live. Somebody was just tying up red balloons to all the, uh, all the <laughs> drains. No, thank you. <laughs> the week it came out. I really enjoyed yeah, it. No, thank you. Here in America, children were running the train on each other in the sewer. Nope. nope. Deleted scene nope. from the book. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, have you ever made for a bonus point for a bonus point have you ever made a weird request in a feeble attempt to spite an enemy or has anyone ever tried that with you bollocks well yes yes I have I've insisted that I need to sit in the front of the car in order to dick on my little sister and her car sickness (laughs) and I know she is my sister but I count her as an enemy well of course yeah now that makes sense (laughs) a frenemy to you it's disgusting and spiteful yeah, I'm a horrible uh, human being. Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to spite the uh, tuxedo shop guy that was renting tuxedos for my brother-in-law's um, wedding, I wore, like, he so didn't have you, my size. You might, you might call that your sister's wedding? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, my wife's brother's oh, wedding. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, right. That would be really funny if I, yeah. my sister was my brother-in-law's <laughs> wife. Um, <laughs> sounds like a Duplass Brothers movie. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law's wife. Um, and I wanted, he was such an asshole and I wanted to prove him wrong so much that I wore the biggest suit he had, which was too small for me to the wedding. And I wore it like pretty much as spite ripped the button out of it. Like I was like, (laughs) fine. You think, and then I had to be the dude that was wearing a too small tux for an entire wedding for a whole day to prove some point to Giovanni and Yonkers. (laughs) Oh, I remember doing that at school where we had a P themed disco. So you had to dress as something to do with a letter P. So everyone was like a princess or a pirate and all the girls had to be like sexy and slutty. And you went out. Well, I didn't. So I designed, I put a bin back on, wrote, never mind the bollocks, here's Elf, rolled around in a bin and went as a punk, which I thought was Wow! Cool. That's way ahead of your That's time. That's brilliant. I was I a like really that. sassy 12-year-old. And then on the it's dance floor, a pirate sad. pulled the bin bag off. So I just danced for the rest of the disco in my, like, triple-A bra and my granny pants. Oh, <laughs> I love this. We know how to party in we the UK. We know how to party. We oh, just man. wild. Why haven't I had a slow You're... dance yet? <laughs> Elf's, like, wry coming-of-age Wonder Years <laughs> sitcom is going to be fantastic. I'm... It's called sure Freaks and Freaks. Yeah. U.S.? Uh, Guy Fieri. Yeah. Um, I had a friend who ghosted me. And then many years later, my husband was going to see her in a green room of a late night talk show Uh and I trained him (laughs) exactly what to say to her to make her feel that my life was so spectacular and that she had really missed out on a great friendship yeah (laughs) I showed her (laughs) that's fantastic and I can't wait for the break to find out who exactly it was your Uh, husband has like a powerpoint presentation he's like setting up yeah what is this like uh, trust me I just (laughs) lame wants me to (laughs) Anyone else? UK. Uh, bollocks. 
Sure. This was when I was back at university. Um, I was involved in like the comedy society running comedy nights. Um, yeah. Obviously, casual um, Jay. Yes. Oh, a comedy university society. Oh, the height of fame. <laughs> um, and we did a gig, and I did uh, totally terribly at it. And there was a guy who was heckling me. Um, and he even came up to me afterwards to tell me how bad I was. And I said, well, why don't we get you on next time as an attempt to sort of see him rise and then fail? And we booked him for the next one. And it was the best comedy set I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh. It was just such a horrible feeling. I mean, I was laughing. That's what happens exactly when Eddie Izzard heckles you. <laughs> <laughs> it was him, my God. <laughs> Points all round. Uh, question number two, dating app misuse news. Misuse news. I'm good at reading. Uh, <laughs> Tinder is generally used for one thing, making yourself feel really bad just through swiping. <laughs> but Katie Alsop bought a premium membership and put it to another use. She lost something. It wasn't love or dignity or any of the details of uh, her local speed dating night. Uh, what did she use Tinder to find? Bollocks. Yeah. A long lost brother. No. That would have been lovely, though, wouldn't it? Well, would, and creepy. Nice. Distinctly <laughs> creepy. <laughs> The truth is actually even lovelier. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Uh, a childhood crush. No. Nope. I'm just going to call it right here. She used it to find her lost cat, Peanut. Oh. Yeah. She uploaded a photo of Peanut. She got Tinder. 400 matches. Well, because it, it, it pairs you up with local people, like people who are nearby, oh. who might have seen the cat. Who might want to fuck a cat. Who might also <laughs> want to fuck a cat. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe right on yep. Kitty, maybe. Have you <laughs> got 400 matches? a weird thing to send people. That's yeah. just, yep. That'll go she, wrong. She got, I've gotten Tinder. I'll only accept hand-drawn dick pics only. <laughs> which yeah. I find is a really Artisanal great... Artisanal dick pics. Yeah, well, this is it, because people can be really imaginative and also sure. really you can work out just how good they are at drawing so it sort of paired me up it'd be bizarre if they, win, win. if they drew it as a Picasso and then that's what it actually looked like it'd be quite worrying <laughs> when you got there it was just a I do a charcoal canvas. outline like the Vietnam Vets Memorial <laughs> <laughs> you're all gross let me tell you the story she got 400 matches Peanut was discovered in uh, in the garden of a man called Charlie oh, buried? and uh, now she has him back yeah. <laughs> she, it worked and she says he's never going out again, which uh, sounds like uh, the beginning of uh, many a healthy relationship that might get started on Tinder. Uh, at the end of round one, the scores are these. Uh, it's a tie. Two apiece. A lot of yeah. bonus points. Yeah. No actual knowing of things, but that's okay. down. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sassy oh, yeah. Trash talk. Trash. So well, 1776. 1776. 1776. That's how many points <laughs> we'll get. And then drink some tea. It says drinking tea. Yeah. Now it's time for a round. We are calling hashtag Animal Apps. In tribute to Katie Alsop's cat hunt, we uh, want our teams to pitch apps for animals, like uh, like a, an, a, an app for pigs to identify music called Shazam, <laughs> or, uh, or or U Bird, uh, allowing birds to hail taxis for cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> This is like I love our... that you're just utterly delighted. By yeah, these. listen, it's fun. It's fun. Listen, the more elaborate, the better. Or Snapchat, the app that lets turtles send each other filtered photos like children. Uh, okay, how could what you they got? use it with their little uh, Guy Fieri. Yeah, uh, a scritcher, which yeah. is uh, an app for cats uh-huh. to listen to their favorite podcasts while they 
scratch against my couch. Oh, that's sweet. What would be on Scritch or Premium? It would be um, live performances <laughs> where the where the host is double dipping, making money from the door and the ad sales. Just <laughs> sounds like bitter experience <laughs> from John Gabrus. UK, what you got? I thought I don't really have any apps on my phone, but I was thinking. World Wide Web, and it would just be an opportunity for different spiders to take pictures of their webs that they've designed, and then like Instagram, but sharing like, oh, look at what I've done. I'm yeah, like, from great angles with yeah. filters. I'm into it. John? Um, how about um, post gulls or sea mates? I haven't worked it out. Sea mates actually sounds like grinder for boats. So yeah, let's go with post gulls. Uh-huh. And it's um, an app where a seagull will get a little notification as to the nearest open bag of chips on the beach. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah. Oh, or um, crisps. Great. Oh, okay. Do you get it now, UK? <laughs> I noticed you guys didn't hysterically laugh, so let me just uh, rewind a little bit here and hit you with the crisps. Oh, they shut it off. <laughs> they left the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else? Going once. Going twice. Uh, bollocks. Yes. Um, Clash of Clams. Um, <laughs> a hookup app for lesbian mollusks. Sure. <laughs> Two points for that one. <laughs> Love it. All right, that's it. I'm calling it. The scores are as follows. Here they come. <gasps> UK's got six. Gay US rest. has four. Oh, it's six. a close one. Yes. We'll be right back with our next round after this quick break. International Waters is supported in part by BarkBox, a monthly package of four to six natural treats and super fun toys for your dog curated around a surprise theme. Uh, we got a box uh, like last month. It was, uh, it was Halloween themed. There was a, uh, a spooky stuffed rain cloud that Finn really took to. And then he like he found a little Velcro part on the back that I didn't even know was there. Tore it open. Three stuffed raindrops came out that also squeaked. We all had a, a, a wonderful moment of discovery at the same time. Finn loves his BarkBox. Your dog will, too. Every month, BarkBox picks the best all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs. Is your dog allergic to something? Uh, Is your dog a a heavy chewer? Does he like to tear things apart? They want to know. They give you stuff your dog will dig. Uh, If your dog doesn't like something in the box, they'll send you something they will love for free. And get this. International Waters listeners get a free extra month of BarkBox when you sign up for a 6- or 12-month plan. Just visit BarkBox.com slash waters when you subscribe. Take some pictures. Share them. Show me your dog. Hi, everybody. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Me and 3,000 of your closest friends just found your next podcast obsession. Okay, but like the second best podcast. Oh, f- just listen to my brother, my brother, and me on MaximumFun.org. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Hey, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the USA are Elizabeth Lane and John Gabris. Hey. Over there in the UK, Elf Lions and Joe Hart. Hello. Our next round is Problematic Holidays. This time of year is full of problematic holidays. Here in the U.S., we have the genocidal Columbus Day uh, and Thanksgiving to navigate around. Mm -hmm. While in the U.K., there's Guy Fawkes Day, where they uh, throw a human effigy on a fire to celebrate an unsuccessful terrorist attack and the state-mandated torture that followed. So we want our two teams to pitch us non-problematic holidays to replace them with. Maybe swap Columbus Day for Columbo Day. 
where we celebrate just one more thing. Or swap Guy Fawkes Day for Guy Ropes Day, where we celebrate the ropes on tents. Take <laughs> any holiday, pitch your non-problematic replacement, and then I will give the opposing team an opportunity to find fault in that holiday. You'll get two points for creating a non-problematic holiday and one point for picking apart your opponent's work like a vulture post. Ooh. Let's go. Uh, Guy Fieri. Yeah. Foxgiving, hmm. where you give out any time during the year where you said, I don't give a fuck uh-huh. about your blah, blah, blah. On that day, you do. Oh, interesting. And you process it. Maybe you reach out to your relative and say, listen. Okay. Let's talk. So okay. it's sort of like a secular uh, Yom Kippur. You like text everyone in your <laughs> you life, say- Do you know a lot about your day? <laughs> I do. Yeah, hey, I'm from Long to- Island. You know, I went to 20 bar mitzvahs. <laughs> you you talked uh, to Gil. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to Gil once. He's that Jewish. I got enough of it. Um, and like, it's like Yom Kippur. You call and everyone up and say, like, I'm sorry if I didn't give a fuck about you previously, but today I'm giving a fuck about yes. you. Yeah. It's really interesting. I like that. It's really- I, I I personally love it. So I think you can get out of yeah. giving a fuck for the whole rest of the year. Yeah. If anything, that sounds it sounds like that day might be quite good, but the rest of the year would just fall apart. Just yeah. no one would care about anything. I mean, not that that would particularly change much, but no one would ever care about what they do, what they love. You have to think about yeah. the ramifications of this one quite nice day. And it sounds like I think nihilism much. might be the only way to survive. USA currently. Yeah, isn't yeah. that how we live anyway? Right. <laughs> I mean, Spreading isolationism to the concept of self as well as the nation state. I like that. <laughs> also, this would require me to have 24 hours a year where I actually do care about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I can That's I a lot of homework and day. reading to do for that. Like yeah, do a lot I, of think, research, I think. A lot of blogs. That would be a day of whiskey and Ambien. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, now I regret my Ragnarok tattoo. <laughs> UK? What you got? Um, well, I was I was thinking because uh, Guy Fawkes Day. I was thinking instead replace it with Gay Fox Day. I was going to say Gay Folks Day. <laughs> it's gay probably folks the same day. idea. Is it's because um, like Pride in summer is lovely, but summer's already nice. So we really need sort of like a winter or autumn Pride. Yeah. Um, so it's like same rainbow flag, but in sort of you know autumn tones. Oh, muted, like an orange, yeah. brown, and yellow. Yeah, exactly. oh, I love this. You know, yeah, that's all my color. I can't deal with fluorescent yeah. stuff at all. Um, and then a there's a gay fox that leads the whole parade. Like, like that animals oh, of farthing it. wood, and it's two like really muscular foxes, and they're just mm, in leather harnesses, and they're, and they're yeah. just really confident, and they're happy, yeah. and oh, it was so wonderful. And it's also like anti fox hunting as well. Yeah, and we'd have and so them be, chasing a Tory right at the front. Oh yeah, lovely. It'd be really oh, vegan, yeah, nipping at a Tory. Yeah, and orange is a great color. Mm-hmm. I'm behind this. Team US, what do you, what do you think? Pops I feel like we have that here, and it's it's one of those, like, what are the Renaissance fairs is what it's called. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm, I don't it's know. It's a really good point. I mean, uh, yes, really I mean, the point. best time for gay people was medieval times. That was when we were most accepted. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's one thing they always the say. Forest. They want to go back to their roots. Gay yeah. people love medieval times, yeah. not yeah, the get, restaurant. Get mm. steampunk with it. Uh, two for UK, one for US. Anybody else? US, UK, anyone? Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, um, so there yeah. is. Guy Fidelity. Oh, sorry. There, bollocks, bollocks, okay. bollocks. Uh, there's bollocks, a day bollocks. on November the 2nd where we celebrate uh, the Cath- St. Catherine, the lady who was put on the wheel. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, which is such a bizarre thing because we celebrate her now through a Catherine wheel firework. <laughs> And I think maybe just rather than celebrating a young 18-year-old being tortured to death, maybe just just celebrate everyone we know who's just a really nice Catherine. Just, somebody <laughs> just doesn't really, because it's such a popular name. Mm. 
I just it feel is. Like, and Kath, Kathy, just say, you know. Sure. Read a Kathy cartoon, like try on a bikini, <laughs> go act. Yeah. <laughs> Tie all of them like, to a big wheel, spin yeah. them round. But in a fun way, in a really not in a, fun way. Not in a murdery a, way. There aren't any love songs with Catherine in there. Loads about Emily's. Bloody <laughs> too much love for Emily's, but there's not enough love for a Catherine. On the, or, on the holiday, everyone has to write a Catherine-based love song. Yeah, Catherine Haiku. Oh. I feel like it's because Catherine is like an aunt's name, so you don't want to write like a love song to your aunt, right? Like everyone has an aunt, Kathy. Well, that depends. (laughs) Honestly, my entire life, I have, uh, I enjoy the song, but it also like makes me laugh inside. Hey, hey, Helen by ABBA. (laughs) It's just so like Helen, you never hear in a a song. (laughs) It's a great song, but it's just like Helen. Yeah. (laughs) Also, Deborah by, um, what's that song? Deborah, she looks like a zebra. Yeah. Debbie, <laughs> Joyce, <laughs> yeah, Joan. I've also loved Joan Jet, like Joan. Joan. It's you Barbara. It I mean, she's as badass way. as it gets, but oh, Joan. Joan, like oh, Edith, Linda, Linda isn't Linda. Linda, I was that was on the Edith. <laughs> uh, so Wallace. let's poke some holes in uh, Catherine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's not actually. Whoa, uh, that's what we're trying to get away from here. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Who's mad at an 18-year-old being tortured on a wheel? I feel like that's notable, and it, yeah. <laughs> it should be. Well, like, that was your life expectancy back then, right? The, the yeah. bad things is, what about what, what about bad Catherines? Now sure. we're celebrating, you know, there's good, good guys on all sides, there's bad guys and on all sides. And there was a large so. percentage of Nazis named... Frau Catherine. <laughs> was there? Well, so, uh, ah, yes, uh, I remember the yeah. famous Nazi Catherine. Yes, she she was there at Nuremberg. She was mm. so rude. Yeah. She did the massage, I, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. There's also... It's me, Catherine Hemmler. <laughs> There's also Catherine Heigl to contend with. Right, which is uh, that a she's tricky got a, one. We'll she's have got to critically reassess. Name. She loves animals, Catherine but Heigl. she's not a feminist. Yeah. I don't know. She's not supportive of writers. <laughs> This is so specific. <laughs> Maybe it's Catherine's with a C rather than a K because actually yeah. I remember a bully from my school. Her her name was Catherine with a K, and actually I I wouldn't mm. like a day dedicated. So just small C's yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and a soft Y, please. Let's not get out of control. Sure. All right, two and one yet again. Uh, UK. Any any others? Guy. Fieri. Oh no, that was just one that you just did one. Never mind. Guy. Fieri. Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's replace. I'm so tired of everyone saying Merry Christmas. Let's make it Merry Xmas, and it's uh, a day to celebrate Malcolm X, one month before we celebrate uh, MLK. Okay. I feel like we share it out there. And then I think there's just like an extra spite that that does to some old white people that I think would really make me happy. Okay. All right, Team UK, poke some holes in civil rights pioneer Malcolm X. <laughs> oh, this is... <laughs> yes! Oh, awkward mm. turtle. Ooh, um, ooh. Come on, Joe. You've had sleep. <laughs> come up with something. I, mean, I, I don't think I'm the right person to poke holes in this. I don't think I'm the right person to have pitched it. <laughs> it's easier to pitch than poke holes. Um, True. Yeah, that's what yeah. they say. That's yes, the, ba- I, the old baseball adage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I tell all the men. Um, <laughs> see, the, I, I'm vaguely attempting to remember the like four-hour biopic with Denzel Washington in, and I can't remember any of it. Um, so yeah. I can't pull any gags out. 
Um, so I have nothing. It sounds like a wonderful idea. Let's do that. <laughs> okay, yes. Good. No, no, yeah, no rebuttal points get, for I'm you. I'm with Joe. <laughs> it's yeah. a good idea. We love Malcolm X. <laughs> and Joe, you know what? I was beginning to have feelings for you, and then you said biopic. Yeah. <laughs> for me, for me, it's like that is the world is. It can be divided into people who say biopic and people who say biopic. Yeah. I'm a biopic. That's Sorry. a. M- that's a myopic well, yeah, of viewpoint. It's a biopic because a biopic sounds like it's just a picture of their life. <laughs> Can I ask yeah. you, is that a chasm or a chasm that you just discovered between you and Joe? A chasm. Okay. Nobody says chasm. <laughs> nice try. All, Do you say chasm? Were well, you trying to soft pitch your idea of saying chasm? Well, I've just learned something, you guys. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I used to get the words moose oh, and moose mixed up for ages. So when I used to work as a life model, I always make jokes about, oh, I'm your moose. And then I realized I've been saying it wrong for a very long time. What's a life model? Uh, uh, so it's like, yeah, like, it's like, like a for, lazy stripper. For drawing? Yeah. Um, it's like a lazy stripper. I just take off my, I used to take off my clothes and just pose for normally lots of groups of the WI and old retired uh, people from the local community. And a nice yeah. lady called Linda would um, annotate my body and all the old people would paint me. And then I'd do it for <laughs> students. And I used to do it for Wallace and Gromit, actually. Oh, it's really good fun. And so you for, did... they're, they're actually real, the plasticine. Yeah. You think it's I all stop motion. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the claymation nude woman named Elf from that one episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's was, the um, secret by the one way, you have to Do you remember unlock. the penguin? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I have a friend, and I don't have the heart to like correct him, but I have a friend who uses the word epitome and also epitome. <laughs> No, and, and but to mean the same thing, oh. he, he, do, he doesn't know that no. the word that he sees as epitome is pronounced epitome. Oh, but shit. he uses them both that's interchangeably so cool. to mean the same oh, thing. Man. Oh, that's right. And it's oh, like man. at first I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, oh, this is hilarious, and I'm never going to correct him. <laughs> I said Hermione for like five years until oh, I saw no. the movie. Oh yeah. yeah, well that was why in the fourth book there's a section when she's trying to teach the guy from the other uh, Victor school, Crumb. Victor yeah. Crumb. <laughs> So, wow, you guys are way more into it. Than... <laughs> it so, there was no need for you to come hey, out. Who, say, who says no to a lovely, sexy Hungarian Quidditch player? Yeah, but there's that whole set. Because I always thought she was called heroin. And I remember trying to I impress I mean, she is player. lovely and you want more, but... <laughs> I always used to say, I love heroin. Heroin is my favorite character. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's recap our scores at this time. Here come the scores. Oh. The U.S. has 10. The UK has 11. Yay! All right. Spinal tap level 11. 11. Just winning. The best we kind are moonwalking of winning. across this carpet. Mm. <laughs> we, look, we look so uncool right now in this. <laughs> it's fine. This is the wonderful thing about being audio is you can't look see how dorky we seem. We're like, it's uh, like we spent yeah, years, we can. just the two of us <laughs> together. Do you remember that? Such fun. Such fun. No need to Let's move on to our next round, shall we? It's called Robo Round 2000. This is episode 111, or in binary, episode 7. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't cool. get it. Uh, we won't be seeing another binary episode for another 889 episodes when we get to episode 1000, or binary episode 8. 
Yep, I don't know what I'm talking about, but it made our writers real happy. So to celebrate that, here is a round all about robots in popular culture. Oh, yes. And yes. also maybe about people in improv scenes who think it's hilarious to say robot. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's like biting an imaginary quarter. It's like that doesn't happen in real life. It's not funny. Uh, <laughs> whenever someone takes a picture in an improv scene, is always like underneath a, yes! <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> yeah, they do the cape and the thing. Oh, I uh, smile, cheese. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. always, that guy will always be in a level one. Person. Isn't that not how you take photographs in America? We do that every time. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, we take them unknowingly of the woman up her skirt on a subway. Nah, <laughs> all right, so, so this is all about when they did that to me once. <laughs> what? So satisfying. Someone did that to me on the bus. I just no. grabbed his phone and stepped on it, and I felt really sassy. And then the bus came to a grinding halt, and I fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. But I still tumbled it off like a legend. <laughs> Of course you did. Of course you did. Jesus Christ. All right, so we're going to play you clips of famous robots. You okay there? We're going to kick you in the Philip K. Dick. Am I right? Yes, right. Very strong. I like that. Oh, the only time I could say that. I love it. So we're playing clips of famous robots. You're going to tell us who they are. You get two points for the name of the robot. But if you can just tell us what show or cultural phenomenon they're from, you get one point. I'm feeling generous today. Oh. It's almost the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Keep those buzzwords at the ready because you're going to be using them still. Clip number one, Marvin the Paranoid Android from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, did I give away the answer? <laughs> um, I think it's Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> okay. So let's split so... that one apiece. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I think something. <laughs> okay. Dave's technically American, so we'll take the points. Okay. <laughs> no, worry, let's play clip number one. Did I say something wrong? Pardon me for breathing, which I never do anyway, so I don't know why I bother to say, oh, God, I'm so depressed. Bollocks. Okay. Will Smith in any film he's been in recently. No. He always Robotic acting robots. does not mean he's a robot. Does he always play robots? I don't watch modern cinema. Um, bollocks. It's, yes. Is it Marvin in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? You know what it is. Shit. Oh my god, we were both gonna. Oh, we should have shut the front door. That's really one of those trust your guys. Right. Whiz. Mm. Clip number two. All right, let's get this fair and square, lame. Okay. <laughs> doctor. Which one was that? That was the doctor too. Can you explain? Affirmative. The Kilbracken cloning technique replicates from the single cell as a short-lived carbon copy. Efficacy of individuation not completely guaranteed. Guy Fieri? Yeah. I believe that, I don't know anything about this show, but I believe that's from Doctor Who. It is. Do you know the name of the dog robot? Bollocks. It's like if you were the least imaginative person on Earth, and you needed to come up with a robot dog <laughs> name. Dog bot. That are often just that are often letters and numbers. What would you say? And Fido. F-I-D-O. No. Rough. No. No. Sometimes letters and numbers. Like an R2D2. But in the, the dog world. Oh, I'm going to lead you all the way here if it kills <laughs> okay. me. Please. C3PO, right? Okay. But like, so it's a robot that's a dog. Okay. A dog. Okay. D? D? <laughs> D-, D- Zero. No. I no. think this is no. cheating. I'm starting to think you're misleading. Us. No. <laughs> I am taking you, I am leading this dog to water. 
Okay, now you're talking about <laughs> no, H2O. That was, that was a misdirect. That was a misdirect. D2GOD. No. no. So like when a when a cop has a dog sidekick. Oh, K9. K9. I cannot this in good unfair. conscience I've give you that I've got dyslexia and I insist we have extra time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we get a point for, for saying. Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. One point for Doctor yeah. Who. I'm Do not we get a point for being a no. You're like the parent <laughs> who just taught us a lesson and then is punishing us. Uh, yeah, and then is angry all through dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah, and only because you're sitting there with the answers in your hand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would never have known that. Uh, number three. It's a banana. No, it isn't. Try again. What is it? It's a banana. No, it isn't. Oh. What is it? Oh, it's an. Oh, oh, what's his name? It's an. Oh, bollocks! Oh, yeah, bollocks! What is, is it? Oh, no, is that you just panicking? Me panicking, but it's from. Um, we know where it's bollocks. from. Bollocks! We know where it's from. Yeah. We know um, where it's from. Uh, it's from Red Dwarf. Um, yes, and it's played by the guy who hosts Scrapyard Wars. Um, Scrapyard <laughs> Challenge. It's hosted by oh. him. It's Dwight. By, is it Dwight? By Robert, played by Robert Llewellyn. Um. It, it, it is. He has a very boxy head. He's very beige. He's, you know um, what? He looks fi- strong. On the episode, they find him on an abandoned planet, and he's the only survivor. K. Uh. K. Yep. 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 Crichton. Crichton is correct. Holy shit. Top back on. We've done it. Crichton from Red Dwarf. Um, I can feel my nerd cred just ebbing away. Stop it. It happens to all of us. Clip number four. Exterminate! 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 Oh, bollocks! Bollocks! Yeah, uh, Daleks from Doctor Who. Daleks from Doctor Who. Mm. Two points to you. Oh, oh, Number yeah. five. Not technically robots. They're actually things inside things, but that's okay. Okay. Um, yeah, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Fieri. Yes. Uh, from Small Wonder. No. No. Really? Nope. Keep going. Keep playing. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Is that BB-8? That is BB-8. Yes! Oh, yes. Awake, two points to you. Yes. Okay. We uh, you clip number six. What does this action signify? Bollocks. Oh, yeah. no, I've got, it's the one from iRobot, uh, and he's it, talking about... Be, it's from iRobot. Oh, no, but I've forgotten the name. Sam? So yep. Will Smith is like, almost the right answer. This yeah, time. You almost <laughs> got there. Yeah. It's, I can um, give you one point. Yeah. Is, he's called like Sammy or like... It's like a really normal name. John, Jimmy, yeah, you're or like Jim, very Tom, close. something like that. Dick, Harry, vaguely like that. It's definitely a name, though. Pietro. Yeah. Oh, oh. So you're saying that his name is a name? Yes, okay, that's definitely. Just All right, let's give him eight points for that. In it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is Sonny from iRobot. Oh, I knew it was oh, like man. Sammy. Oh, oh. Yeah. so close. Do we get a point? There you go. Just yeah, you do get a point. You get a point. Yeah. That was a tough one, so I'm going to mm. give you a bonus question. This is for everyone. Uh, Alan Tudyk, who voiced that robot, also voiced a robot in a much more famous franchise. Can you name the movie? Uh, Guy Fieri. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, U.S. A, uh, not the, uh, Rogue One. Mm. Yeah, Rogue One is KSO, correct. KSO, uh, 1-7, whatever. K2SO. K2SO. Mm. That's point and a half. Yeah. Point and a half to hey, you. Hey, way to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go. clip number seven. Mm-hmm. Quite extraordinary, in fact. Bollocks. Yep, bollocks. That's data from Star Trek: Next Generation. That is data. Holy from Star shit! Trek Next Generation. I watch a lot of Star Trek. It's my happy place. Yeah. I go yeah. to it sometimes. Do you ever see the movie Trekkies? Yes. Where, with the uh, the super fan of Brent Spiner, who goes out to her uh, her deck to take a Brent break every day mm-hmm. and just point in the direction of his house. <laughs> Devotion. Never forgotten that. Mm. My yeah. mum's favourite thing to do is call me before bed and talk to me about her favourite Star Trek episodes because she oh. thinks they make her closer to God. 
Oh, okay. that is... Well, that story took a twist that I was yeah, not expecting. Like, no, nobody was. Like Sometimes it... you just add a predicate to a sentence that changes everything before. <laughs> she also let us watch The Shining when we were little to understand Stranger Danger. She's a really cool, pop, cool woman. Oh God! You learn a lot. So yeah, don't let in any uh, any of your own family members or <laughs> into the bathroom, no, no matter how bad. Into a maze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no cold hedge mazes for you, please. <laughs> uh, okay, clip number eight. Chidi, I can see that you're worried, and I just want to assure you, I am not human, and I cannot oh, feel pain. Oh, yeah, uh, that's Janet from the Good Place. Janet from the Good Place, yeah. Darcy, Hi, former Darcy. International Waters guest and friend of the show, Darcy Carden. I knew the voice sounded familiar. I yep. couldn't place it. Not that familiar, I guess. Yeah, well, maybe Not I should watch my friend friend's show. Yeah. It's oh, a really well. good show. I highly recommend it. It's really, really funny. I know. Funny. I've been yeah. hearing great things. Yeah, I keep hearing great things. <laughs> Is the LA version of like, yeah, I, I'm going to watch it. Do I get partial credit? <laughs> One day. <laughs> I oh my god, a, I want to watch it so much! <laughs> I read a great review. Oh, cool. Well, let's have a conversation. <laughs> At the end of that robo round, the scores are as follows. The UK's got 23. The US has 14.5. I would like to call that into happened. account the amount of British shows that were featured in the robot round. Sorry. Two of them being Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that shit's popular here, too. Yeah, that's with us, mm. but whatever. Yeah. That's fair. We just we're just so naturally robotic. We have a lot more robots in our TV. Yeah. That's very true. It's very true. Bruce Forsyth was pretty much a robot <laughs> up until the end. We will be right back with our final round after this break. From the dawn of time, one podcast has unlocked the secrets of science and technology to enrich the lives of billions. And now, after a year where they've unlocked the golden age of knowledge, they're about to hit warp speed and go stratospheric. Wait, hold up. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and we participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and then report our findings to you. And yes, we've even investigated Scientology. Shh, Ross, shh. New episodes every month at MaximumFun.org. Oh no, Ross and Carrie. They show up so you don't have to. Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super duper hard. And I want you to know it's been as useless as telling a kid he'll shoot his eye out with that BB gun. Because <laughs> the winner of the final round receives one million points. This is for all the marbles. This round is an old favorite called Reboot to the Head. Now, there are a lot of things we have in common on both sides of the Atlantic, and one of those things is Christmas. That is, until the uh, the liberal elite destroy it and replace it with a seasonal celebration of gay Muslims and avocados. <laughs> but both our nations celebrate Christmas in a different way. So in this round, we want you to take a renowned Christmas film from the other nation and reboot it for your domestic audience. Got oh, it? Yeah, yes. Team U.S., you're a little bit behind. I'm going to have you go first. I am putting two minutes on the clock. You pitch me an American reboot of Love Actually. Multiple storylines, various men starting romantic relationships with women who work for them, uh, a prime minister dancing around number 10, emotional reunions in airports, Andrew Lincoln as my best mate, the stalker. How do you move that in the USA? Your time uh, starts uh, now. Guy Fieri. Uh, you don't have to do that. Okay. okay. Guy um, Fieri. So it's, it's actually a, a group of moms. This uh-huh. is written by four 
23-year-old white men. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it's they the moms are all shopping for their families, sure. and they get locked into the department store, oh. and shit goes down. Goes down Things huh? go crazy. One of them finds a vodka thing, and one of them <laughs> uh, realizes in looking at lingerie that her marriage is a sham, and two of them fall in love with each other. Are you pitching me a bad mom's Christmas? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, okay, so it sounds um, me- meanwhile, the uh, on the outside we see the hu- husbands or sig others of these characters. One of which is the Alan Rickman character, and he's surfing Ashley Madison um, yes. uh, for a young concubine. Um, there is a uh, TSA agent fucking uh, frisking someone and giving them a hard time about trying to surprise someone romantically in the airport. That's perfect. And uh, <laughs> the. The friend of the one black dude in the movie is being pepper sprayed for showing up on the doorstep of his uh, wife's house. Uh huh. <laughs> this is all really great. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the aging rock star? Uh, well, uh, Pink. Okay. Is, um, <laughs> Pink is. She's Pink is in old lady makeup. She's an old lady makeup. <laughs> she doesn't even need it. Um, she's. She's geriatric yeah, uh-huh. or pink. Um, She's and on a trapeze. She yeah. was planning to perform at this mall, and she got <laughs> lost because she has Alzheimer's. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so all of the women who are shopping for their families come together and help her. They act like they're audience members for her big show, and they like do a whole like elf decoration scene to make it really Christmassy, and they have... Like dolls and stuff for the audience, and Pink gets to perform. <laughs> Smash cut to <laughs> President Donald Trump making out with his daughter during a third grade dance recital <laughs> as the curtains open. <laughs> and that's your time. <laughs> I think I remembered three things from Love Actually. Oh, <laughs> mercy. You put a lot of things in my head that I wish were not there. Uh, Team UK, it now mm. goes to you. Right. Uh, I need you to pitch me the British remake of the American child neglect classic. Home Alone. It's the wacky adventure of a young child left at home by his entire family for Christmas. He learns it's okay to trust your creepy neighbors, to never trust the cops, and of course to let your parents steal all the money you made off of the major holiday movie franchise you starred in as a kid. But how would this film work in the UK? Two minutes. Go on the clock. Your time starts. It's directed by by Mike Lee. Black and white. Slow tracking shot. (laughs) Set in the south. South of London. The family go by train. To connect with their family in Scotland. Because we don't have planes. We don't have planes. <laughs> the, the thieves, two suffering old homeless men who have been disconnected from society due to the lack of support of homeless people, are played by Richard E. Grant and Michael Caine. <laughs> they just want a warm place to stay. It's about connecting the upper class with the lower class. About what is class? About gender boundaries. The mother... She is actually played by Imelda Staunton. She always wanted to go to university. She never had that opportunity. She wants to leave her husband. She They're gets a lot on more the train. away from the child in this version. <laughs> it's not about the children. It's about the child within all of us. <laughs> She's normally... She gets on the train. She doesn't normally travel in normal standard class. She's normally in first because she was sent to a boarding school as a child. But she connects with Bill Nye. Uh, run-of-the-mill, nice guy. But in this, he's quite big, um, like the guy in the other film. And they connect and they cross boundaries. And then she, he tells her, why don't you go back to school? She goes, maybe I will. I never wanted to be a mother. And then she leaves and she travels. And the child um, just gets into drugs um, and connects with uh, Richard E. Grant and Michael Caine and... Um, 
It slowly oh. transitions into just being a production of Oliver but about <laughs> drugs instead of pickpocketing. Oh, yeah, and I forgot there's a musical number in it. Of course. Who will buy my wonderful catamaran? <laughs> I'm so high, I swear I could fly. <laughs> um, and, oh, oh, and then there's one So what's bit. the big finish? How the does big it finish is, oh, okay, so they come out, and then suddenly Doctor Who's there, and you're like, what are you doing here, Doctor Who? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know either. And then suddenly the snow falls, and you think, wow, snow would never happen in the UK, because <laughs> it's not snow, because nobody's taking climate change seriously. And this is actually the dust and all the ashes of all those we do not care about in the world. And then the world explodes. A good old-fashioned happy Christmas British tale. <laughs> and Hugh Grant. Your time, your time is, is up. You but I just couldn't stop listening. You could have saved a lot of time by just saying, I've never seen Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Home Alone. I feel like I've I experienced like it now. But I googled the pictures, though. And I've seen Home Alone 3, and apparently that's the bad one. It just looks like Egon Shields the Scream, that little boy with his hands yeah, on his yes. cheeks. And the we, thing is, like in the movie, he's screaming because he's just shaved his face and then put aftershave, aftershave directly on it. Yeah. But they repurposed it to mean like that it's he's like scared. This, yeah. yeah, this scream because he's alone or whatever. It's it's taken out of context. I mean, those are similar. I also have never seen Donald Trump is in too. <laughs> Yeah. Donald really? Trump is in it as himself in the sequel. No. Our yeah, president yeah. of the United States is in Home Alone too. Yeah, do you know? Do you, have you heard this whole thing that like if you shoot in Trump Tower, there's a th- like in the in your in the license in, whatever in the agreement to he, shoot there. He wants a cameo. He has to be in the cameo. Yeah. So just everybody no. does it, and ninety five percent of the people just cut the scene out. But he so, has so to I make can go and spend but he a bunch has of money and as himself. Trump. You have to call him Mr. Trump. <laughs> what was that, Joe? I, I can go and make some sort of film in Trump Tower, and he'll definitely be in it. Yes. Well, maybe not some anymore. Mad he probably do it in the White secretly House. Secretly, like a gay pimp or something. That'd be glorious. Yeah. <laughs> he, if he could make five bucks off of the White House, he'll do it. Well, okay. So mentally, he's going to make more than I'm, that. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling the points. Elf and Joe, but mostly Elf. You really took me <laughs> on a journey with that. With that two plus minutes, I was really deeply into that movie. Mm. I would actually like to see that movie. Uh, but I'm pissed off about biopic. So U.S. <laughs> yes, oh, you're on. winners. Yeah, oh my god, oh, my day. Yeah. yeah, if you want, I'll come to America and I'll do a one-woman production of that film. I feel like we can just have I am there in the front row. <laughs> I will. I will go to Hollywood and Highland and hand out tickets to that shit. I, I have 27 bras waiting for yes. you. Yes, <laughs> oh, your Catherine Igo movie. 27 bras. All Actually, right. So before we finish. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? And then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you didn't make, that you're loving, that you want to bring the attention of our listeners to. Elf, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, things to plug. So I'm doing Swan, yeah. my show at the Soho Theatre. I'm also doing my drag show where I dress as a 94-year-old man made out of wood. Um, Hilda and the Spectrum at the Glory. I love you. Um, How have yeah. you not exploded in Hollywood yet? <laughs> 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 um, what else am I doing? Oh, yeah, and I'm also learning to hula hoop because I'm doing a new Stephen King show. Oh, where I've made yeah. exploding tampons for the carry bit for their party poppers. <laughs> but t- oh, it's so fun. Anyway, um, <laughs> and things that I'm getting really excited about are uh, things that I really wish. I, I'm kind of old fashioned. I've just been I've just been listening to a lot of Lydia Lunch, which isn't particularly relevant or new. Maybe it doesn't need to be. Lydia uh, is timeless. I've been listening. Oh, no, actually, you know what is brilliant? There's a really fantastic concept album of this band from 2009 called Dead Man's Bones. They've got these brilliant songs like 
um, buried in water and my body's a zombie for you, which is like one of the best yeah, love songs of all time. So yeah, those are the two things. I'm I'm going to stick with Lydia Lunch. (laughs) Lydia Lunch, it is. Lydia Lunch, it is. (laughs) Joe Hart. Um, Well, as I mentioned at the top, uh, Clusterfuck is the last Tuesday of every month uh, down by Mm -hmm. London Bridge, Um, and I'm also going to be releasing some comedy video games on my website in the next few months, uh, which is JoeHartComedy.com. They're sort of weird parodies of old classic video games from my Edinburgh show last year. Um, They're not fun, but they're funny. Um, <laughs> and then things that other people have done that I've been enjoying. Um, I've been listening to Matt Lucas's book, which he just brought out. Which is um, he's uh, the bald one from uh, Little Britain, um, and that book right. is simultaneously hilarious and heartbreaking. And I've been listening to it while I've been cycling. Um, so I've just sort of been travelling around London on my bike, laughing huh. or crying at different times. <laughs> oh, I highly recommend how beautiful. that. What a perfect time of year for uh, for such a thing. Thank mm. you, Joe. Elizabeth Lame. Yes. Um, so. I have big news. In 2018, we're bringing Totally Lame back. Yes! I hope both of you in this room will be guests. Of course. And I hope both Mm -hmm. of the people in Europe will be guests someday. Um, And (laughs) I don't know why we just... (laughs) Also... So you can find that stuff at totallylame.com. That's Mm -hmm. L-A-I-M-E. And then also, the things I love, I have two. The David Sedaris uh, book of essays called... What's it called? Me talk pretty one day. No, no I'm just gonna guess all. Of it's his diaries. Yeah. it's uh, um theft by oh theft by stealing or something. Theft, theft by, by taking stealing. or something. <laughs> that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, um, is wonderful and I've loved. It's like digestible and it's so delightful. And then also, um, I'm sorry, Andrea Savage's show on oh, True TV isn't it great? Is so fucking good it's and funny. it's really nice to see a show that's like. It's about motherhood, sort of, and like just regular life, but it is so well done. And I mean, my Andy, my husband, and I were crying, laughing, watching it. It's so mm. good. Awesome. All right. Check it out. John. Yeah. Theft by Finding. Theft by oh, Finding is the name of the book. Finding. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, Christian. John Gabers, what you got? Um, I have a couple of podcasts. One of them is called High and Mighty, as previously discussed, but I also have an uh, action movie review podcast called Action Boys, which, when you say the name out loud, sounds like. Pre-open homosexuality <laughs> smut, you know, when you used to uh-huh. buy like mm-hmm. men's fitness, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, I, I think these what guys you, are what working. What are you talking at- about? Used to, it's got to stay ripped, bro. Yeah, um, uh, those two podcasts, Action Boys and High and Mighty, and then something that someone else made that I've been, I, I finished in like three days, um, American Vandal on Netflix. Oh, I hear it's great. Mm. It's fucking amazing. Ooh. And if you are a fan of uh, murder docs or like true crime docs, it is such like I love a good parody. And it's so funny standalone, but the par- the shots and the music choices alone are so strong. Uh, now, now, just made me think of one more. Um, Clipucated? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Cuplicated? Um, mm-hmm. Did you see this? It's the guys <laughs> who make Clip Cup, which is like a fake Tosh show, uh-huh. um, starring uh, the name. The name of the guys escaped me at this moment. They made like a Louis Master of None type parody about like the co- comedian in real life uh-huh. called Cuplicated, and it's oh. so fucking a pitch perfect parody of yeah. those things. Where yeah. is it? Oh, Netflix? No, yeah, no, they made a fake streaming site called Viewboo. You can view it on <laughs> Viewboo. These guys have figured it out to the point where there's all these like 
what's it called public domain shows that you could also that they got the rights to because it's free so you can watch like old honeymooners episodes or yeah. complicated uh-huh. on viewboo <laughs> a streaming service that these guys created oh man i love that shit <laughs> yeah, it's really good oh i'm all about that i mean it's about a year old at this point but i'm still obsessed okay oh, i can't wait i'm in uh i am dave holmes my book party of one is out in paperback now with yeah. bonus material what a great gift idea uh okay and here's here's how in touch i am I, I, as you do, John Gabers, had the thing where it was like, people tell me I got to watch this thing. And I'm like, I'm, oh, yeah, no, here it's good. I mean to. <laughs> I was finally on a plane, like a couple of long flights last week, and I watched two things that everybody in the world knows about and loves. But I am here to tell you, Atlanta and The Big Sick are both very good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Truly all, awesome. Really enjoyed them both. Yes. So check them out. Oh, you already did. Of course you did. <laughs> Months ago. <laughs> Uh, all right, Joe Hart, Elf Lyons, John Gabris, Elizabeth Lame, thank you all for being here. Thank you. Playing International you. Waters. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Playing were Elizabeth Lame, John Gabris, Elf Lions, and Joe Hart. Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. If you haven't already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, oh, please do it now. It helps us get the word out to new listeners, and it's just fun. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas, Jennifer Marmer, and Laura Swisher. Bye. Now, next great. time I'm in uh, the UK, I can look you guys up and like crash with you because we're so tight. We're yep. colleagues Damn. now. Yeah, yeah. I feel a strong connection. <laughs> Work on things together. Yeah. I've got a futon. So, uh, great. Come on. I've just got dining chairs, but they're, you just sit upright and it's fine. Actually, it's... come over because Luigi, who's the baker across my street, he's told me that I can come down any morning I want and him and his old mum are going to teach me how to make Italian bread. So you oh, are right. Not, are you, all, not all of London is this idyllic. I want you to I know that. Are you the British Amelie, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Your entire life is like, the ogre upstairs interrupted my hula hoop, and then Luigi says I can have a pastry in the morning. I'm dressed as a 94-year-old man. man. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.